What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we are here reviewing the college football playoff games as well as two of the other New Year's Six Bowl games, the Peach Bowl and the Cotton Bowl, with today the Fiesta Bowl and the Orange Bowl still going on. So we'll talk about those sometime down the road. But, Andrew, let's jump right into it and talking about the Rose Bowl. I mean, this was an utter destruction from start to finish by Alabama. It was blatantly obvious that they were the best team. And I don't really say – I wouldn't say that Notre Dame didn't deserve to be in the playoff because they kept it just as close as every other team except Florida did. And, I mean, this game was just out of hand from the start, though. Yeah, and we kind of expected this, but it was just kind of funny to see it happen before our eyes. I mean, this is – a college football playoff game and you see Alabama come in as almost a three touchdown favorite. Like that's just something you don't see often. And Alabama backed that up. Of course they didn't cover that three touchdown spread. I believe the game ended at a 17 point victory for Alabama, but this was not a 17 point win and it didn't look like that. And if you watch the whole game, it wasn't just a 17 point victory. They were in total control of this whole game. And although they didn't, put on the points that they've been putting on everyone this whole season. They only put up 31. And when I say only like that's still 31 points, but they only put up 31 is because most of the second half, they were just running their clock management offense because they were up by so much and they just needed the game to be over as soon as possible. That's all that was. And Alabama just completely destroyed Notre Dame. Notre Dame, I believe, had a garbage time touchdown. Aside from that, their only other points scored was, was a touchdown in the either beginning of the second quarter, I believe. Like, Notre Dame could not get anything going on offense, and Alabama was just killing it on, off, on offense. And Alabama just completely controlled this game, and I can't say we expected much different, but it was just funny to see before our eyes that Notre Dame, which is a college football playoff team, the fourth-best team in the country, is just getting completely destroyed by Alabama and we kind of expected it, but like I said, it was just weird to see that big of a favorite and then them just to back it up in the college football playoffs. Yeah, Andrew, and you're completely right. Alabama looked like the best team in the country, arguably, last night. We'll move on to talking about who may have been the team that did look like the best team in the country last night. And Andrew, boy, oh boy, do I have a lot to say about this game. I mean, I picked Ohio State. For, for those of you that listened, I picked Ohio State to win this game. I didn't think it was going to be like this. I said Ohio State by three points. I said maybe they'll score a touchdown at the end and win it, kick a field goal as time expires or something like that. I picked Ohio State to win. But holy, did Ohio State send a message to all of college football last night. And Dabo Sweeney, I mean, that guy, that guy needs to sh- just shut his mouth. I mean, I think we really undervalue the importance of bulletin board material. And when you're able to put everything that Dabo said for an entire year on a bulletin board and think about and strive for what you want because of what that guy had been saying about your program all year. I mean, you can't really stop a team like that when they have that much motivation to beat you. I mean, Justin Fields stayed in the game probably with a Drew Brees type of injury that Drew Brees sustained against the 49ers back in week 12, week 13, something like that. He probably played through broken ribs, something like that. And that guy balled out. I mean, he threw for 
385 yards, six touchdowns, had one pick, but that wasn't all necessarily his fault. I think he was trying to throw it out of the end zone. I'm not going to defend him on that because it ended up being a pick. So didn't really affect anything except his overall statistics in the game. But in the college football playoff, that was tied or that was the second most passing touchdowns in the college football playoff game behind Joe Burrow from last year. And Justin Fields, for all the people that were hating, I mean, I still believed it even after his struggles this year. I thought he was the second-best quarterback in this draft. And to be honest, he he outplayed Trevor Lawrence in this game. And I think everyone watching that game can agree that regardless of what Trevor Lawrence had, I don't really want – I mean, Trevor Lawrence has his excuses. The offensive line was awful. They couldn't get anything on the ground going. His receivers were horrible. But Trevor Lawrence got outplayed. Do I think he's still the best – prospect and number one overall pick consensus in this draft 100 but he got significantly outplayed by justin fields and justin fields is an underrated generational talent that we are not appreciating enough andrew and we could possibly say that Dabo sweeney was the reason why ohio state won this game by that much and i think they were just all gas no breaks just because of what Davo Sweeney said, ranked him at number 11 in the country in the coaches poll before the playoffs happened. And this gave Ohio state motivation. I was listening to urban Meyer talk after the game. And he was saying how coach Ryan day of Ohio state and the other coaches on the staff were talking to him and saying that all those players on Ohio state, they were offended by what Davo Sweeney said. And they took that personally and they said that they had some of the three best practices they've ever had all year leading up to the college football playoffs. Dabo Sweeney really motivated this entire team, especially Justin Fields, and we saw it. I can openly admit that I thought Clemson was going to win this game coming into it, and you can listen back to our predictions, our New Year's Six prediction podcast. I had Clemson winning, and I truly thought Clemson was the better team. Trevor Lawrence would outplay Justin Fields and boy, did Ohio state prove me wrong. And Henry, I will give you credit. You have been riding this Ohio state train for a while, especially Justin Fields. And you've been a fan of him for a while and of his play. And he really showed why he is probably the second best quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence. And he truly did outplay Trevor Lawrence in that game. So kudos to you for predicting that Ohio state win, which I really didn't think there was almost any chance of happening since I just thought Clemson was the much better team, but Ohio State proved me wrong, and so did Justin Fields. Yeah, Adrian, I can say speak for both of us when saying I, I hope Justin Fields still is viewed as the third-best quarterback in this draft because the farther and farther he slips down, the better and better chances the Detroit Lions are able to get Justin Fields. And, boy, that would just be – that would be absolutely incredible if Justin Fields becomes a Detroit Lion. But there was something I forgot to mention. Not only did Justin Fields outplay Trevor Lawrence, Ryan Day coached a hell of a game. I mean, Dabo Sweeney was outcoached, outmatched from the start of the game. Ryan Day came up with a ridiculous game plan throughout so much eye candy that just confused Clemson's defense throughout the entire game. I mean, some of those play calls that he were making was just ridiculous. I mean, kudos to Justin Fields for making some absolutely insane throws. I mean, that touchdown that he threw at the end of the first half, basically coming off the field, unable to walk off the field, not the one right after the hit, but the one that put him up, I think, 35-14 going into halftime. I mean, that was an absolute dot. So Ryan Day coached a hell of a game. Dabo Sweeney got out-coached from the beginning. 
I could make an argument that Ryan Day is the second best head coach in all of college football right now. I know it's one game, but Ryan Day as a head coach has lost one game in his career. Last year, they lost one game, Clemson. The year before that, he coached, I think, three or four games when Urban Meyer, I think he might have been suspended or sick, something like that. But he was 3-0 then. Haven't lost a game this year. And you'll see later that I don't think they're going to lose a game this year. So, I mean, kudos to, to Ryan Day. There's been rumblings of him possibly going for that Jaguars job. Do I think he'll leave? Absolutely not. But, Andrew, moving on now to the lower New Year's Six Bowls, and that is the Peach Bowl. So, this game was probably the best game we saw on New Year's Day, and it wasn't really all that close. I mean, Cincinnati proved that they are a team that can compete with the top-level Blue Blood programs in college football, and they hung around with Georgia. And you'll see next year – I think Georgia is a team that can make a college football playoff. I think they're going to be absolutely incredible next year. So Cincinnati showed that coming back next year, they're going to be a force to play against all year long. Yeah, Cincinnati played a great game. I really didn't think Cincinnati would put up much of a fight against Georgia. I really thought Georgia was the much better team, but Cincinnati came out with a much better fight than I thought. And they came out really strong. Georgia came out flat. We saw, uh, Cincinnati come out to an early lead. I believe it was two touchdowns or something like that. And then they just couldn't close the game. Georgia ended up winning the game by a field goal, I'm pretty sure. And that that was it. I mean, Cincinnati had the game in their hands. They got out to an early lead, a pretty big one too. And they just couldn't close Georgia out. They couldn't close out the game. So that's all that happened. Cincinnati and Georgia will both be very good teams next year, I expect. So Look out for both of those programs. They're definitely definitely both on the rise. But as of talking about the game, I mean, Cincinnati had the game and they just lost it. That's all. And Georgia made a good comeback. JT Daniels is probably going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the nation next year. And Georgia will probably have one of the best offenses in the nation. But all, all that game was was Cincinnati just couldn't close out the game. And Georgia just ran right through that door. Took, took the game out of Cincinnati's hands, stole it away from them. That's all that was. Georgia outplayed Cincinnati from the second half on and really took that game out of their hands. Yeah, Andrew, and the final bowl game we have to talk about before we make our national championship picks was the Cotton Bowl. And my question from you as a takeaway from this game is, do you think Oklahoma is playing like the fourth best team in college football right now? As of right now, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You can make a good case that Oklahoma's playing like the fourth best team in college football. But I don't think you should have put any team in the college football playoffs in over Notre Dame, if that's what you're asking. Because I think Notre Dame was the right selection in the college football playoffs. And I think that the committee really got this one right. And I know I expressed how kind of pissed off I was that they didn't give more consideration to other teams, especially the non-Power 5 teams and they aren't giving them respect. But I, I I think the committee got it right. And I know Alabama blew out Notre Dame, but I really don't think any other team aside from maybe Clemson and Ohio State would have gave a much better fight against Alabama. So I think the committee got it right. But do I think Oklahoma is playing like the fourth best team in college football right now? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. But I don't think there was enough to put Oklahoma in the college football playoffs. But Oklahoma played a great game against Florida, and we kind of expected Oklahoma to win because Florida was very weak because a lot of their players opted out of the bowl games, and their only real true star that actually played 
was Kyle Trask, their quarterback, who is a Heisman finalist. But he did not play like a star in that game. I believe three picks in the first half. Yeah, that awful. He played absolutely awful. And that's the only reason why they lost is Kyle Trask couldn't, wasn't even playing up to his abilities. And without your other two best offensive players, and I, I really don't want to butcher his name, but his last name's Tony. You can correct me. But I know it's Tony, the wide receiver, and Kyle Pitts, the tight end. They're the two best players aside from Kyle Trask on that offense. When you don't have your two best weapons, Kyle, I mean, he had nothing to work with. And I believe they had two other receivers out as well, not only Tony. And the defense didn't have everyone as well. Florida was very weak. I expected them to lose. I just didn't expect Oklahoma to look as good as they did. I'm definitely not discrediting Oklahoma. They looked phenomenal, but I think Florida would have played a much better game and possibly won if they were at full strength and they didn't have all those opt-outs. So I think Oklahoma right now, since Florida lost that game, you could say they're playing like the fourth best team in the country. But all I'm saying is if Florida had everybody, I think they would have beaten them. And then we could have made a strong case that Florida looked like the fourth best team in the country. So I mean, I just think it's really sad that they're discrediting Florida and everything they've done this season off of a bowl game that they lost to Oklahoma. And I'm, Oklahoma looked great, and Florida didn't look good by any means. Kyle Trask looked awful, especially in that first half. But you, you, you can't discredit what Florida's done all season. I think if they were at full strength, they would have made a much better game and possibly won that game. And then he could have made a case for Florida is what I'm saying. I think both of those teams are really good, but after what Florida did against Oklahoma, I would say, answering your question, I would say Oklahoma is playing like the fourth best team in college football right now. Yeah, Andrew, and to correct you on the four guys that they were missing, they were missing their four leading receivers. That was it. They were missing Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Toney, Jacob Copeland, and Trent Grimes. They're four leading receivers, and I mean, that's a huge factor, but I still think Oklahoma may have won that game by two touchdowns, even with all four of those guys playing. So, I mean, you could argue they played like the third best team in the country right now behind Ohio State and Alabama. So right now I'd probably say number three, but obviously you can't really argue to put them in the playoff. They lost two games and you can't put a two loss team in the college football playoff ever. But Andrew, to wrap it up, talking about the college football playoff national championship featuring the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Andrew, who do you have winning this game? Well, Henry, let's let's stay back to May 2020 for a quick second. And I actually predicted, you can listen back to the podcast, it's college football playoffs and Heisman Trophy predictions. It was back in May, I believe May 20-something, if you want to date back, listen, re-listen to that podcast. I predicted all four correct college football playoff teams all the way back in May. And I predicted Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and not in that order. And I actually predicted, and I got the seeds wrong, but I did predict Alabama versus Notre Dame and Ohio State versus Clemson. I did have Ohio State as one and Clemson as four, and Alabama at two and uh, Notre Dame at three. I had the right matchups, had the right teams, did not have the right seeding. But, and I did, I did also correctly pick who were going to win those matchups. I predicted Ohio State winning over Clemson and Alabama over Notre Dame. Although I got the seedings wrong, I got the matchups right. I got the winner of those matchups right. 
And not only that, I got the, the four correct teams. And this was all back in May of 2020, way before we knew anything about any of these teams. I still got the right. I, I just think it's kind of crazy, but I don't want to pat myself on the back too much. So let's get right into the question, who I think is going to win college football playoffs. But I kind of want to date back again. And I did have Ohio State versus Alabama, but I actually had Ohio State over Alabama back in May. I had Ohio State winning over Alabama, but I'm going to change my prediction. And although I have been right so far in my predictions in May, surprisingly, I'm going to have to change it from what I've seen so far. I'm going against my initial prediction. I'm going to go Alabama over Ohio State. From what I've seen, Alabama's the best team in college football by far. Closest team that came to beating them was not even a college football playoff team, and it was still a very good team in Florida. But you saw how they took care of a college football playoff team in Notre Dame. And I, I think this game will be closer against Ohio State because Ohio State is riding a very high wave, and they are looking very good. They have all the motivation they need and everything on their side, the confidence, everything. But it's just not enough for Ohio State. And Alabama is the much better team on offense. And although I do think Justin Fields is the better quarterback, Mac Jones has the most weapons, and that's what it'll come down to. And right now, that Ohio State defense, although they did a pretty good job in containing Trevor Lawrence in that Clemson offense, I, there's, there's no way they can contain Alabama. And that's what it'll come down to, which defense will perform better, because we know both offenses are very good. But whichever defense can step up the most, they'll take care of business. I believe that'll be Alabama's defense and Alabama as a whole. They'll win this game. I can't say they'll win it convincingly. I think Ohio State will give them their biggest test yet at the biggest stage of the year. But I just don't think Ohio State has enough to beat Alabama. Therefore, I have Alabama beating Ohio State. But I do think this game will finish within 10 points. I don't think Alabama uh, blows them out by any means. And this game stays relatively close throughout the whole thing. Yeah, Andrew. I mean, both these teams have plenty of bulletin board material. Ohio State, they've been disrespected all year long, so there's that. And Alabama, Nick Saban gives these guys their own bulletin board material every day because he just basically tells everyone that they suck every day, day in and day out. So Alabama never really has to worry about bulletin board material. But, I mean, thinking back to it, May 2020, May 2020, Andrew, is just different. So, I mean, I, I can't go against May 2020, Andrew. And do I think Alabama is the better team? Significantly. Yes, they are the better team in this game. And there is no doubt in my mind about that. But it's not always about the better team. I think Justin Fields makes big plays down the stretch. This game is really going to come down to who can contain each other's run games. From what I've seen, Alabama's defensive line is absolutely atrocious and couldn't stop Notre Dame's run game. And Ohio State's offensive line is, is better than Notre Dame's offensive line. I think they'll get their ground game going through the entire game, get a good rhythm from the jump. I think, obviously, this is going to be high scoring. I think we're in for one of the greatest national championship games of all time. But I do think Ohio State with Justin Fields, Justin Fields makes big plays down the stretch and gives us a Deshaun Watson type of ending like we saw back in 2017. So I have the Ohio State Buckeyes beating Alabama 
in the national championship game. But hopefully at the end of the day, I can say we're both just rooting for a very good game on Monday, January 11th. But with that, Andrew, I think this would be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. And we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.